So that isn't John Cena's hat, then? That's not John Cena's hat, no. no John Cena did not at any point give you that hat. No, it did not. It was bought at Butlins. Oh, Butlins. Was John Cena at Butlins? I would like to clarify, it was an actual uh, WWE event at Butlins. He wasn't there. Oh, but... John Cena wasn't even there? No, he wasn't. Uh, well, who was, who there? was Kane was there. Uh, Kane was there. Big Show was there. CM Punk was there. Were they at Butlins? Were they wearing red coats? No, unfortunately not. Kane is the big red machine. He so... was, but this is like 2011 Kane, you know, bald or masked Kane. Oh, bald or masked? That's not even the best version of Kane. You got skipped out on that. <laughs> you got skipped out on seeing the best version of Kane because you're at Butlins. Well, is this Butlins? <laughs> you get the best version of anything, are you? It was all right. Oh. Was it, do you remember anyone else? Was it just Kane and Big Show? Was he heel or face, Big Show? You don't know. Heel. Heel, oh. But he was face the next day, so. Yeah. Uh, MVP was there. CM Punk was there. I want to say Finley was there. I could be wrong. Oh. Um, I think Matt Hardy might have been. Don't oh, quote nice. me on that. Which, which, if he has, if Matt was there, I've seen both Hardy boys put separately. Have you? Oh, when did you see Jeff? I uh, saw so Jeff at another live event like, a oh, couple of years right. ago. Cool. Jeff's still, Jeff's still knocking around. Matt's still knocking around. They, they are. They're the Hardy Brothers. They're nice. But, but yeah, they're still going. They're, they're still around. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what, but so when did you spend time in Butlins? 2011? Oh, I used to go to Butlins a lot. Oh, did you? What, it was almost like a yearly thing. Yeah, it was almost like a yearly thing. All right. What was it? I've never actually been to Butlins. I know I should probably hand in my my UK citizenship for that, but you've not been to Butlins. I know, never ever been to Butlins. I've got no experience of what Butlins is like. But you ever been... I did do um, when I was doing drama. We had to do a project on um, for A level. We had to do a project on like cinema. It was like different forms of like vaudeville shows. Right. We had to do ones like cinema, cinema. Um, it was like cinema, theatre, and like holiday parks, and nobody chose holiday parks. I thought I'm right. going to choose holiday parks. I'm going to be the one. Classic Murray maneuver. I'm going to be the one that chooses something no one else has gone for. I went for holiday parks. My presentation was on Butlin. It was on. No, it, did, it wasn't on Butlin, but including Butlin. Yeah. And it was like vaudeville. It was like vaudeville shows. Um, it was like vaudeville shows on, on holiday parks. So Butlin was included. But I said, I said, I preface this by saying I've never been to Butlins. So I know I'm a disgrace to my country, but... Have you ever been to any holiday park? No, no, never. Not, not even like a Pontins? Right. Hol- or... What do you define as a holiday park? Uh, okay, so a holiday park for me has to be somewhere that has rooms. So like hotel, well, like, like, yeah, like rooms, like apartments. I've stayed in a hotel before, of course I have. But you st- yes, yeah, so it's, like, it's like rooms you stay at. And it also right. happens to have like, you know, the normal, like an arcade and a theme park and a kids entertainment bit and mm. whatnot. Kind of like, um, uh, what's the place called? Like, um, I guess it counts as it got Golden Sands, the caravan place where like you rent a caravan for whatever, however. Oh, right. Well, I've, well, on that school of thought, mm. I've stayed in like, there's like Welsh holiday parks, I guess, which is like, <laughs> There's like a swimming pool that's full of algae. There's nice. Like, there's like a sheet. There's like a sheep's pen, like a few, a few <laughs> meters right. down. You've been to them Welsh holiday parks? No, no, not we- not holiday parks in Wales, but like right. those sort of budget holiday parks. Where there's like a oh, defunct, yeah. got you, got you, got you. defunct like community center. Yeah. And you, there's, um, like, there's like a block of toilets where all the showers are cold. I don't, and... I don't know where mine's gone. It's somewhere. If you go to, um, I can't remember the company, which is why it's bothering, bugging, bugging me. Because I know Golden Sands is for like the place. Um, I, but I can't remember the name of the company that does all the caravan stuff. But you get an ID card. I don't know where mine's gone. Right, Golden Sands Holiday Parks. Yeah, in Devon, Hawaii. Wait, no, there's one in Mablethorpe. Yes, Mablethorpe. It's, it's Mablethorpe. The capital of uh, uh, British finery and holiday making. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Mablethorpe. It's Mablethorpe. That's, one, that's one I went to. It's got 4.3 reviews on Google. Would you like me to read some? Go on, go, on, go for it. I don't think I've left one, so you won't find me there. Okay, uh, five out of five. Oh, no, we don't want five out of five reviews. 
That's what's, 17. What's Here the we lowest? Go. One out of five. One out of five. This is the one. Um, it's from Rob Rabbit. Shout out to you, Rob Rabbit. Nice. On Google. It, this was a month ago. This was fairly recent. Oh, it's recent. This must be their worst touring and camping site. Looks like they are turning it into a static site. They've taken about 30 pictures in a toilet block and have now put statics on. One water tap served the remaining touring pictures and a couple of days' rain turned into one muddy mess. Didn't stop on the supposedly super pictures, but on the inspection, that was also a mess as you had to drive over 20 foot of grass to get to a hard standing. I don't know what he's talking about. Uh, Just some images here. Well, static or static caravans, so you can't move them. Right. One is a picture of... Um, it says under the image, image may be subject to copyright, so I don't think we can show this, but it's a picture of a very dirty track that's yeah. green, mm-hmm. and there's like a blue tent in the background. Right. I'll show it up to the camera so, so Corey can see it. There. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And do you recognise that place? Uh, I don't. It's, uh, I ain't gonna lie, it's been a while since I've been to There's another one here. Yeah, that looks, that looks like Mabel Yeah. <laughs> What he's looking at, he's looking at a, mud, a brown muddy field. There's like what well, looks like an outhouse building that's white mm. in the background. There's a green tent that's half made. There's a white car and a caravan and a blue tent and some people on a park bench. Yeah. I mean, saying that, right, it's, it's you, 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 you can't really complain that it's muddy because well, you're in a field. Really right? You're in a field and it's the weather. It's like going to like a festival. And oh, being yeah. like, oh, I went to download and I got all my clothes dirty because download got really muddy. Well, yeah, it's what happens when it rains. Yeah. <laughs> and there's loads oh. of people walking over it. I'm looking for the one out of five. Here we go. Here we go. Robert Watt, another Robert. People another Robert. Robert really hate people. <laughs> people if, you have, if anyone listens to us, it's called Rob. Do not go to Mablethorpe. No, Roberts, don't go to Mablethorpe. <laughs> not go. Overpriced, overrated. Also, we missed, he, he didn't play. This guy got no grammar. There's no grammar in this review. Oh, nice. Overpriced, overrated, poor customer service, and very poor cleanliness standards. So, uh, you heard that? You heard that from Robert? This is a week ago. This is recent. All the Roberts are just going to Mablethorpe. They are. They are. Um, I don't think I've filtered for them. So Maybe that's the thing. You know how like some people are like, uh, like, oh, your name has like a weird, like, not weird, but like an astrological meaning or whatever your name uh, like you'll have a certain personality trait if like your name's something. Maybe Robert that's the thing. Maybe for Rob, you just hate Mablethorpe. Yeah, maybe. After, everyone used to do that. I remember at school, everyone would do that. Like, what did your name mean? What does your yeah. name mean? Well, some it's, it's like the whole Zodiac thing, and it? it's like, oh, if you're a Taurus, oh. you're like this. If you're a Gemini, a you're like this. I'm Gemini. Oh, right. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. I've been. Uh, I've it's... not even looked. Should we have a look? <laughs> have, have How a look do you find your horoscopes? Is. Uh, just type in horoscopes and then find whatever call it's your birthday. Okay, let, let's, let's yours find it. Then. Starting a month or end of the month? Um, I think what horoscopes twenty twenty one. Yeah. So, are you first half of your month or second half of your month? I'm I'm first half, I guess. Yeah. So okay. Capricorn, Libra, early horoscopes. Uh, let's go daily. Make sure you don't get the one that has that weird new one that Asta, Asta, that NASA has. There's like a new horror zodiac apparently that's a, with like NASA and a fan new one. Ignore that. No, no, I'm I'm Libra. Okay, cool. Yeah. Here we go. Um, do you want me to go first? What your personality traits? Uh, no, I found my I found my uh, horoscope. Oh, you found a horoscope, have you? Yeah, so that's what we're looking at. Go for it. You go this first. is my daily horoscope, right? Yeah. I'm a Libra. Um. So that's so that's September twenty second. What website you on, by the way? Um, with your ruler Venus writing love sonnets in your dreamy twelfth house for the next three weeks, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> you could discover your twin flame. Oh, I could. Oh. Enjoy the euphoria, but be careful. Venus tours through Virgo, which lasts until August. This is—is is this bad poetry, or is this supposed to mean something to me? Which lasts until August sixteenth can be surprisingly elusive for you. This person could truly be your Boo Thang. What? Oh. Boo Thang? Boo Thang, Murray. And your souls could truly vibrate at a spiritual level. Or the Funhouse Mirrors could be playing tricks on you. We know that you want this badly, but have you... This is like... 
I, I don't know what to make of this. Um, but have you factored in the other person's reality? Take a good hard look before you leave. And if you've already leapt, never mind. Oh, well, <laughs> Venus is spoiling you with love and compassion. Mm -hmm. For the next few weeks, there's nothing you can do but bask in each other's company. Well, that's thank you very much. See, thankfully, I know essentially what all of that means. Do you? Yeah. Oh, well, what does it mean? What, can you interpret? Uh, so, Venus is obviously planets. Yeah. And there's a whole thing with horoscopes where, like, the, if, right, if I'm not mistaken, the rising sun sign is what your zodiac is. Uh -huh. when, when everyone has, like, a moon sign and has another sign, depending on whatever. Yeah. So, I think, so I think currently the moon or the sun is in venus i could be wrong uh so it'll be talking about that because they believe that if there's a different moon phase that after moon's in mars or whatever yeah. it's it means different things uh twin flame is essentially soulmates but best friend version so it's like not a non-romantic soulmates essentially yeah. um apparently it's it's a, a twin flame is someone like you so yes yeah, it's, it's, it's a twin it's like right you. yeah so that's what a twin flame is Okay, um, okay. And then it goes on to do, like most horoscopes do, to be fair, it goes on to romantic stuff as it always tends to do. Yeah. Um, I found mine on horoscope.com. Right, okay. I've not found, I, I, I should look at my, what's yours on horoscope.com? So it goes into, I, I, this goes into depth, right? Because it's horoscope.com. Right, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll find mine on horoscope.com and I'll read mine after you. So, July 21st. As of recording, before I've mentioned that to people, tension may arise today. It's possible you're either too dreamy or too practical to deal effectively with the issue. Mm -hmm. It's important to strike a balance. The toughest part will be finding others who agree with you. The people in, you're in conflict with aren't likely to budge from their position. You may have to be flexible in order to reach a compromise. Uh, also, apparently, uh, love is Aries. Friendship is Virgo, and Korea is Capricorn. Uh, right. And also, it, again, this, I'll tell you how it's in depth is, right? Today's star ratings, vibe, three out of five stars. Success, uh -huh. four out of five stars. Uh -huh. Hustle, two out of five stars. Oh, yeah. And uh, the older kids, uh, close your ears. Uh, sex, four out of five stars. You've got, you've got, you've got four sex. I've only got three sex. <laughs> right, let me read mine. And so, right, this is quite scary. Right. Your artistic side. Well, this is me, by the way. I'm Libra. Yes. Um, and this is mine for July twenty first, twenty twenty one. Horoscopes. Your artistic side wants to take wants to take to the airwaves in some way. Perhaps you should consider building a website. Or becoming a commentator on a local radio show. Oh. Your dreams need a vehicle in order to reach their audience. Find the means. You have the ability to aspire a many people. Take this ability seriously and make use of your creative talents. Wow. Um, you're doing you're doing just that, Murray. I am. This is this is quite frightening to say this is the first time we're doing this and we've done this on a whim, and now here we are finding effectively my future being told <laughs> um what you got so, what's, what's I, I, think I, might, I think i might get into horoscopes <laughs> That's it. i think this is an enlightening moment i'm about to become like john locke from lost i'm about to give into faith and go i'm gonna let this horoscope guide me what do we have right here's my star rating uh -huh. as, I, as i said i've got three sex yeah i've got two hustle it's like a top trumps card. It two, is, yeah. Two vibe and three success. So, so wait, wait. What, what's your hustle? My hustle. Yeah. Um, my hustle is two out, of, two out of five. I think literally we we have the same hustle, and I beat you on everything else. Oh, working a nine to five may be a real buzzkill, um, but if Dolly Parton can do it, so can you. <laughs> True. Wait, is that what it says? Yeah. If you click on, if you click on, read more. Oh, uh, what on the on the star ratings? Yeah. Ah, is that is, um, is that is that for your hustle? Yeah, it's for my hustle. Vibe. Some days you get rainbows and some days you get rain. So pack an umbrella today. Nice. These are quite uplifting, actually. Yeah. Um, you may success is three. Uh, you may not have everything you want, but you have everything you need. 
Stay grateful. I'm grateful for you, Corey. Thank you. Um, and sex is uh, update your dating profile. You never know who's looking. I don't have a dating profile. <laughs> and there's so, definitely nobody looking. <laughs> so yours is telling you to go out and find someone. Um, yeah. Do you have an emoji, by the way? Because I've, I've got one. Yeah, my emoji is just the eyes. Mine's like the, the monkey covering its eyes. Oh, I've got an eyes, but but like a no mouth. So like a, right. a straight face, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so for mine, I've got two hustle, right? When all looks bleak, hard work and high hopes will get you through. Yeah. Free vibe. Look up. The sun is finally coming out. You don't say it's too warm today. Yeah, it is. Success. Four. You've worked hard and the universe is repaying you in abundance. Enjoy the moment. Hmm. And finally, sex. Four out of five. Sex. Venus is smiling down on you. Work it! Exclamation mark. Who is Venus? Venus. Oh right. Okay. Who said Jesus? There. But Jesus is not looking <laughs> Jesus. down. Jesus. Jesus is not looking down on you when it's sex. I can tell you that. That's it. Kids have sex for Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's what you should. That's what you should be doing. I mean, yeah, I've got, I've got planetary overview. My tarot cards are full, apparently. Right. For today. How do you check that? Oh, uh, I've got the full as well. Oh. Oh, to be fair, that's probably a card of the day. Oh, yeah, card of the day, yeah. Choose your cards. Oh, can I just pick one? Or is it going to take me to some weird ad place? Pick a card. I don't want to pick a card. I want to have a random card. That's the joy of, of Enter the your first name. Wow. This Are you doing the compatibility thing? No, no, no. If, if, you, if you click a card, it takes you to a tarot thing, and it's just enter your first name. I can ask the magic eight ball. <laughs> what should I ask it? Um... I need a question, Corey. Uh, um, random. Take your time. Question. Yes. Sixty-five random questions to ask. Have we got a yes or no? Yeah. So it's a direct question. It's not an open. Yes question. or no. Questions. Okay, this should be fun. Hundred random, unexpected yes or no questions. Right, go on then. Can cats jump six times their length? Can cats jump six times their length, Magic Eight Ball? <laughs> Definitely. Oh. Amazing. Go again. Were you in the swamp yesterday? Were you, were you, was I in the swamp yesterday, Magic Eight Ball? It's fate. Uh, okay. <laughs> Am I going to be in the swamp soon? What is I the mean, swamp? We, we did just do Shrek, and we're doing Shrek maybe, at Christmas. Maybe, maybe. Right, ask. Right, last one. Ask another one. Oh, okay, I'll try and find a good one. Okay. Oh, <laughs> some of these are really weird. Well, yeah, they are. There are hundreds yes or no questions. I need a good one. Give me a good one. I need a good one, but something that Magic Eight Ball can answer. Yeah. Something that's uh, Why are all that, you know, like sports related. Something that's gripping. Something that something that was be... snakes and ladders first played in China. Was snakes and ladders first played in China? Magic eight ball. No. Let me just. Uh... Is, it fashion... <laughs> is the eight ball wrong? I think eight ball is wrong. Uh... I don't think the eight ball is correct on that one. Actually, India. India. Oh. The Magic Eight Ball was right. It's correct. I should never have doubted you, Magic Eight Ball. I feel I feel ashamed for doubting the power of the Magic Eight Ball now. We should look <laughs> at that. Where the first like, where do you think tag came from? Tag. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question, actually. Where did tag come from? Here we go. Um... Uh, the French, the most common get, uh, name for the game is a French uh, name called Jeu de Loup. I probably butchered that, which means the wolf game. Ah. Oh. The wolf being the player who chases the others, right? Okay. Nice. Uh, it comes from the middle, the word tag comes from the Middle English word tech, 
meaning to touch or tap. It's also no, it is also known uh, in Romanian as leaps, leapsa, lepsa, which means slam. Ah. So um, here we go. This is the Wikipedia article, which I know isn't, which I know isn't uh, the most <laughs> yeah. source, but it's it's a, no, it's a good source when you want to learn about something quickly, but it's not really very important. Um, it's also called Tig, Tigit, Tiggy, Tips, Tip, and Tip. Nice. Who calls Tag Tip? <laughs> it's like yeah, a restaurant. Do you want to play some? Do you want to play some Tip? <laughs> tip what? And Tick is just what you get in your hair. Like, it is, yeah. You get in the hair. Whack um, out your comb, pull half your hair, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, origin of name. Here we go. According to the Merriam-Webster dictionary, the origin of the name tag is unknown. Oh, that's that very there helpful. We go. That's it then. Bye, folks. Yep. That's it. That's it. Very good. Goodbye. That's it. No. Um, uh, in 2018, the popular internet meme "How old you were when you found out blank" began circulating. That the, the meaning of the word tag was an acronym meaning touch and go. You know what? I don't believe that. I don't believe that either. I believe someone's figured out that you touch and go is tag, and they've gone, yeah, that'd be funny. Yeah. Investigation by Snopes.com found this to be false. Yeah, there you go. Snopes.com. That sounds like a... Um, Snopes. Bans and restrictions for what? The game tag? What tag? <laughs> All right. Uh, tag and other chasing games have been banned in some schools in the United States due to concerns about injuries. Complaints oh, children, okay, yeah, that makes sense. That it can lead to harassment and bullying... And that, what tag? Uh, I mean, to be fair, our school didn't ban tag. Remember Bulldog? They have Bulldog. Oh yeah. Well, Bulldog is like it's Bulldog is like mosh pits for beginners, <laughs> isn't it? Bulldog got banned. Bulldog is like mosh pit. I always thought that Bulldog was like the funnest game to play. <laughs> Probably because it was banned. I I played it very rarely, but I don't think I ever got taken down. Mm. I was quite spry. I was quite. We'd have yeah, because you're because t- you're like a bean pole. Exactly, I'm tall and thin. So I could, you're like, tall and thin, so you can like you can like wriggle and and dodge, and you're very wily. I was I was always like I was a bit of a strategist. I was like, mm. right, they're over there. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna try and like dodge around them. Well, to be fair, I also did kind of go slower when everyone else was running and try and just because while everyone's distracted with them, I can just run past them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, what you do is you always go to the edges. That's the tactic yeah. that everyone goes for. You go to the edges because everyone gets stuck in the scrum in the middle. But some people figure that out and started immediately going to the edges to get people. So every, everybody, everybody used to love Bulldog. That's why it got banned. Yeah. We had what we had. We had a massive in our secondary. We had um, like a massive, not like concrete platform. Right. We had like a sort of like raised playground that was above like one section. Yeah, yeah. So it was like. Half of half of like a football field, but of but of concrete of, of um, yeah, of like gravel concrete, and it was all walled off and stuff. And it, I, I'm describing it like it's a prison yard, but it basically was. <laughs> yeah, it was a prison yard, and we'd all and it was basically a huge square. So, so it was good, perfect for bulldog. So everyone yeah. could line up on the back, and everybody could line up on the back and just run. And yeah, it led to a few bloody noses, but they were never mine. Um, to be fair, I spent most of my most of my time doing gymnastics. I was a very I was a gymnastics kid in primary school. Gymnastics. Yeah. You do not strike me as someone who is who is a frequent of gymnastics. Uh, people at home can't ask you if I remember. I'll put a picture up. Maybe. Uh, I've got a uh, certificate here mm-hmm. from gymnastics. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna hide the the blue bit. Right. Rough for now. What are, and, you, what are uh, you showing? I want you, right, to try and figure something out for me. Right, okay, okay. Right. I'll do my best. I got a certificate in gymnastics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think I got the certificate for? Participation. No. Oh. <laughs> Have some faith in me. I had that ready when you first mentioned... <laughs> when you first mentioned... Um, when you first mentioned the uh, the certificate, I had that ready. So, <laughs> uh, what is it for? Is it is it for like a grade? No, no, no. It's it's 
No, it's for doing something. For doing something? Yes, for being the best at something. Being the best at something. Uh, being the best at falling on your face. No. For being the best at being the worst at gymnastics. No. Right, okay. Is it the best? I'll try. I'll, I'll generally try. Is it the best <laughs> at doing forward rolls? Uh, yeah, it was the fastest forward roll. No! <laughs> I was, I was, I was thinking hard. I was like, "What would Paul be good at in gymnastics?" I bet he's good at long legs. I bet he's good at forward rolls. I will say though, um, because I was, I was like, I want to say maybe seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, my forward rolls were not the best technique. I used to roll on my head. <laughs> someone taught me right. Someone taught me in again A level drama. Someone taught me how to do it, but you can basically like combat roll. Yeah, you've got to do it on your shoulder. Yes. That's that's the actual way I learned that years later. Yeah, they taught me to do it. It was I I I'd never ever. I always thought I'd like decapitate myself, give myself a DDT every time I tried to do a forward roll. But I, I just back out. I get halfway through. And I go right. I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do it. I'm gonna hit my head. Yeah. But someone taught me once that if you if you take it running and you do it and you do it on your shoulder, you're fine. Yeah. That's that's how I was doing it, and I do it every time. Like an animal drama, I just be rolling around the stage. I'd just be rolling around all the time. It was like my it was like my mode of transportation ever since, and it was quite fun, honestly. And I and I got to do it a couple of times. Um, so, yeah, I, I I enjoyed it. Once once you learn how to do it, it's fine. But I yeah. was never good in like, I was never good at um, doing gymnastics or anything like that. Like doing PE, you know. It depends on the PE. Um... What sport? If I was oh, good or not? Do you remember those climbing frames? Did you have those? Um, there's like wooden wooden climbing frames, but they were we like red them. and blue. And yeah, we had them. We never used them. You never used them. Oh, we, we always used to crack them out. We always used to crack them out. <laughs> we would just get them out, and we always had one teacher who'd always get them out. Like, oh, it's time! It's time for Mister Mister Peterson's class. Nice. Mr. Pearson's going to get out of the climbing frame. It was like, yeah. <laughs> and we'd always be on it and climbing each other and climbing over it and doing stuff like and jumping around. It was it was dead fun. It was like, yeah. you know, it was that and dodgeball. That got us going as a kid. Dodgeball was like, it was, I treated it like, you know, it was, it was a war. Yeah. Do you remember, do you remember doing dodgeball? Uh, we did do dodgeball. Uh-huh. I was decent but not great mm-hmm. uh, I don't I, to be fair actually no I took that back I was awful I don't think I actually ever got anyone knocked out really no I was a bit of a dark horse to be honest I was a bit of a dark horse because um, I initially had a strategy of keep right at the back and keep right at the back and don't let don't let anybody hit you just kind of move around you know yeah keep, Lucy Goosey, and that was my tactic. But then I started to realise that um, people would often throw quite high, so they'd, so they'd try and like long range get people in the back. Because everyone's Makes tactic sense. slowly became get everybody in the back. And yeah. then they added. Then they did you have did they ever like attack on elements to it for you? Uh, like we had this mean? one this one stipulation that was like prisoner dodgeball. But when you hit somebody on the enemy team, that's 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 what I think that's what they called it. They called it like jail ball or something like that. Nice. So basically, when you hit somebody on the other team, yeah. they have to go into the one of the corners of your team. Right. But they're also allowed to get balls and hit people. Okay. So it was like you had to watch the people in front of you. We also had to watch the people who were in like the corners yeah. and the enemy team, because 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 the enemy team could throw balls to the people who were who were captured, and the captured people could like throw them at you we we never got any extra rules um we just played normal dodgeball <laughs> you're uh, acting like i'm in some kind of survivor, survivor. Yeah. like i'm in some kind of to uh, be fair dodgeball was never part of our um like rotation of sports right oh yeah so like in secondary school you have like your normal stuff so right we're going to be playing lacrosse for However many weeks. Lacrosse. Yeah, we did lacrosse. What is? I don't even. I, to be honest, I can't even define what lacrosse is. Ball and stick. 
So on like horses. I mean, that's no, no, no. So you have a you have a, a stick with a scoop, and yeah. then there's a and then you pick up the ball. And when you have the ball, you can't move. So you have to like fling the ball to other people and be able to catch it in the in the scoop. Mm-hmm. And then you work your way up to the goal and then throw it in the goal. Right. Okay. Um. Okay. But like sometimes and then it'd be like okay, Ben, we're doing cross country for how many weeks dodgeball was never like one of the sports it was always a case of if you're supposed to be outside and it's raining we'll go in and do dodgeball oh right yeah but, I'll, 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 i'd rather do dodgeball than the cross i'll tell you where i shined right oh yeah go on then is it so, forward rolls so no no gymnastics in second school unfortunately okay um, so in year 10 and 11 right we split so what we did was they merged uh, of see, uh, for year seven, eight, and nine, male and female were separated. Right? Oh, yeah. In year 10, 11, they merged both groups. And what happened was you could do, uh, like, you could choose, they had a list of everyone and they had a recommended group. And then you could choose, in, but you got to choose your, um, your own. So you had, like, your competitive, which is like football, rugby, BEM sports. You had yeah. health, which was like your circuit. Mm and your yoga and then you had rec which was like a mix of competitive and health um well, i went in rec uh because i chose to be and that was like a mix of male and female all the guys essentially went to competitive and all the girls went to health and then as rec was a mix we used to play bench ball a lot and i yes. shone at bench ball i was a king of bench ball <laughs> you were the you were the bench ball king because all you gotta do right is throw the ball pass it around Put me on the bench, I could catch it from Sentry anywhere. Don't yeah. put me on the bench, I could catch it and throw it to a to person on the bench. I was great at bench ball. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we used to do that a lot. I love bench ball. Mm-hmm. Other than that, to be fair, PE wasn't my thing. Basketball was pretty good, and we did high jump once, and I was pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, cross country wasn't my thing. Um, and like football. Not really. Rugby. Again, whenever no. I got the ball, I pass it straight away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Spike. if I can speak to my experience. Um, yeah. Sports in my school was, in- it was incredibly aggressive for the first few years. It was yes. like, men, boys want to play football. Boys want to play rugby. Every boy's going to play football. Every boy's going to play rugby. And that's all it essentially, essentially it happened. Yeah. Until I think someone either got a concussion or someone got a very <laughs> yeah. bad injury from playing one of those games and they thought, you know what, maybe some kids aren't cut out for this sort of thing. So then yeah. they developed, then they developed two pathways. They developed right. pathway A for mm-hmm. every boy who still wanted a concussion and every boy who still wanted to run at each other hundred miles an hour and yeah. be very stupid. And then there was pathway B for all the nerds who didn't want to do any of that stuff and get yeah. themselves hurt and didn't want to get, you know, bullied or pushed around by the big lads, which was me. Yeah. So, so, a pathway A was football, rugby, running, and you know every all those sort of very very manly man men's sports. Yes. And then pathway B was like badminton, <laughs> badminton, tennis, trampolining. Uh, yeah, but I but I thought we got the I thought we um, I thought we got the better of it because we got to go to the gym. Yeah. We got to go to um, we got to do very relaxed stuff. We got, we got to do like more like casual sporting activities. Like you wouldn't go out and mash out two hours of football unless you no. were insane or two hours of high intensity rugby. You you know, you go to the gym for a couple, you go to the gym for an hour or whatever. And that's what we yeah. did. So instead, we, so we went to the gym. We went to, um, sometimes they'd put trampolines in the sports or we'd do trampolining. What was your, um, what was your go-to gym machine or equipment? Oh, right. Okay. Well, Every, we do a gym every two weeks, right? Be. So we do a week of something, then a week of gym. Yeah. Of gym. It was more like a routine. It was more routine stuff in pathway B, I guess. Whereas right. in pathway A, it was like we're going to go out and do football for the next five weeks. And yeah, you see, because like, whenever we did gym, we had a small gym room, but it was essentially like just you went in and just did whatever you wanted for the hour. Yeah, exactly. Basically, yeah, basically us. Yeah. I mean, like um, I, I was, I was always on bikes. That was my thing. Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, I, I love bikes as well. We were. We were next to our school was next to a leisure center, so we already had. A oh, yeah, exactly. We had. House was in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, we had a pool, we had a gym, we had a massive sports hall for like events and stuff. We were backed onto a leisure center, so we could effectively just they let us use the facilities anyway. 
literally so, we had a massive hill behind us and that was our close country go up the hill also, go down go up the hill PE, PE was first thing Monday morning uh, so no one was it, in the gym we had it twice <laughs> so, a week I don't know when because obviously every, every single year it was different days but we were twice a week yeah um, twice a week but always different days for an hour each day mm. uh, I hated it whenever it was before lunch or the last day for last the last lesson because mm-hmm. was your I'm guessing yours was broken down into nine o'clock no mm, yeah like nine o'clock's form yeah and then from form you have your first first lesson of the day mm-hmm. then you got your second then you got mm-hmm. break then you got third and fourth then you got lunch then you got fifth when you're at home yeah because that's how ours was so like if 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 uh, PE is before break, fine, because break's only like 15 minutes anyway. If it's before lunch, mm. I want to go because I want to go get food. I used to be in chess club. That's another thing I did at school. Chess club. I was also in chess club. Uh, I, I ain't going to lie. Mainly because we got we got to skip the line for lunch. Oh, really? Because we had to go to go play chess. So we yeah. skip the line, grab food, go play chess. And obviously, if, if PE is last, you want to get on a bus before it leaves. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um. I was always a very, I was literally, I was, as soon as I got out of here and was getting changed, I just, I left. I was like, I'm nice. getting changed as quickly as possible into leaving. <laughs> yeah, 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 I get that. Um, what was your uh, school subjects that you enjoyed? School subjects? Um, big fan of drama. Big fan of drama, as you can tell. That makes sense. Bit of a theatre, big fan of drama. History, like one I liked. We did World War Two. We did, we did like, um, World War Two, uh, American West, nice medicines and illness and stuff like that. Socrates, uh, ancient Greece and Rome. That was all very. I love history. I love World War Two, World War One, all that sort of stuff. Um, another one, like English, English language, and literature. I think literature was better than language. Oh, we had a great literature teacher. Um, Fair enough. Who made it? Sometimes, sometimes the subject can be quite boring and quite yeah, uh, quite crap. But it's the teacher that makes it. Yeah, we had we had we had a lot of times where like we had like obviously you have your normal ones right like maths. I don't mind maths, but I'm not great at maths. But sometimes you get like a maths or like a science teacher that's really good. Yeah. And oh yeah. Like, okay. Physics. I was all up in physics. Yeah. The and teacher like, was okay. a huge Star Wars fan. Had yeah. massive posters around everywhere. Star Wars and had like um, Star Wars action figures on his desk and stuff. Every time I'd show up, I'd like spend half an hour after the lesson just talking to him about the latest Star Wars news and stuff like that. Yeah. It's it like I... I love physics as well because it's planets, it's yeah. it's planets, it's space, it's motion, it's gravity and all that sort of stuff that I love. Yeah, see I'm not I'm not a big geography person. I pick history, but we had a great geography teacher. Yeah. Fantastic. He he could he could get you through years of years of geography. Shout mm. out Mr. Bensley if you're watching. Yeah. Don't know his first name obviously but Everyone mm. used to call him Mr. Benz. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it can make like history. We had a great set of history teachers. Um, yeah. One of them taught my um, one of them taught my sister, and she she sort of had a quite quite good rapport with her, and in essence had quite good rapport with me. So I was quite good friends with um, that teacher, and there was another one who was like really funny and. Could sort of get around, you know, a teacher's good where they like get like the sort of misbehaving kids to kind of, yeah, have a bit of a banter with them and have that uh, relationship. So, yeah, often, often, uh, often a good subject can be ruined by a bad teacher. Yeah, we had that. Um, I picked graphics for year 10 and 11, right? Because I, yeah. I tried to pick the most creative ones I did. I picked graphics, I picked catering, I picked media. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I picked history because you had to pick history or geography. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kid you not, the graphics teacher fell pregnant. So it wasn't yeah. her fault. So we had to get like a substitute graphics teacher in. Mm-hmm. And for like the, for the six months he was teaching us, he was teaching us the wrong thing that wasn't part of the exam at all. So like wrong. six six months of graphics was just for nothing. Um, yeah. So that then and, and then when the teacher came back, she then had to kind of rush through everything to try and get us back up to speed. I remember oh, the catering God. teacher when was a bit similar as well. When did you figure that out? 
when she came back she, oh, she, came, really? she came back and she was like, oh what what's he been teaching you and as we started to explain what we're taught she kind of realized that that's not what we were supposed to know her because like, no one knew what was like what she was on about essentially i was like well we've just not been taught it we were making like 3d yeah. uh, packaging like flat packs <laughs> i made a fake pie box <laughs> pie box yeah you had to like go on like whatever graphic software it was make a net of a pie box print it out cut it out and then glue it mm-hmm. together so you had like a small pie box um yeah the last thing we ever did was make a cup I've right got it somewhere i've got a, a cup i made in graphics all oh, right you mentioned doing catering yes we had a crap catering teacher we had didn't a know good... what she was doing we I had know, a good no, one. okay she probably did know what she was doing yeah but it was the way she communicated it that no mm. one knew it was like a thousand miles an hour and we were all like, you know, year, year, you know, sevens, year eights. Yes. Uh, just going into, um, just going into that higher level. And we were like, oh, we need some support here. And you said, oh, okay, do this, do this, do this. And I was like, slow down, because we cannot yeah. do this. And this is cooking. And this is important. Yes. I mean, we had a really good catering teacher for year seven, eight, and nine. And I think she left in year nine. And when we had in year ten and eleven, was right because like you do catering, right? Yeah. And we thought, okay. With making food every week. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I like making stuff. I like baking. Cool. Mm-hmm. But it was, and I get it kind of has to be, but it was most of the time focused on too much of the yeah. sciencey stuff about like why does like why does yeast raise mm. or you know whatever and all this other random stuff. And so I, I literally came here to cook food. I want to make bread, and that's it. Um, yeah. So I don't want to know. We still cooked every week, but it was she was and she was like, "You need to know all this stuff. You need to know why this does that and why you have to have it at that temperature specifically." And like, yeah, I just follow instructions. I'm making bread, all right. But I got yeah. told off for not wearing an apron when I was making a sandwich. Oh, and we I got told like, off for it. Did they ever do that thing where they made you go like you, we were around like cooking tables? There was each a table, and every year would be assigned different people to do it until we stopped doing catering. We know, but we had. So in, in the first lesson of the year, you all, I mean, mm. you were given a seating plan, right? But yeah. you, could, you could pick it yourself. So like, right, here's like four tables. Each table fits like six people. Everyone sit at a table. That's where you sit. And it was the same when like you have an oven. They're like, right, yeah. you're sharing an oven with someone else and like a counter space with someone else. Pick who you're sharing it with. And then you have to share that space with that same person for the whole year. Yeah. Uh, but we got to pick. Um, which was fine for me. I quite enjoyed it. Cooking was fun, mm. but not because of what we were supposed to be doing. <laughs> really? Yeah. What it was it you... was fun to to muck around in, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same with graphics. I mean, like loads of us failed graphics. I got a G in graphics. That's my yeah. lowest grade. And like, but there was like four or five of us who were like, literally, she was like, if you get 100 percent on the exam, you will get a C. Right. And then we all got G's and we were celebrating outside. Because we knew we were going to do bad. Oh, well, that was... Well, I think <laughs> it's it's that right maths, right? Maths. Mm. You could do lower and higher maths. And lower maths was infinitely harder to do than higher maths. Yes. Because to get a decent grade in lower maths, you'd have to get 90, 90 95% correct. Oh, yeah, I, I, did, maths, I did lower maths. In, in higher maths, in higher maths, sure, the questions are harder... But you get less, but you get less, you get more, sorry, you get less of them right. You've still yeah. got an okay, okay, great. Yeah, I you did, I, I mean. did lower, but I didn't have a choice. Really? No. They capped it off I was in bottom maths. I was in bottom maths. I had the brain of a brick. And I still have the brain of a brick for maths. Yeah, they, they were I like, because we had sets, right? So we like set, set one to set five. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I think you had to be in like, set mm. two and one to get a choice i think i was in set three or four yeah i was about i think i set three for most stuff i, I was average in most lessons mm-hmm. even the creative stuff because it wasn't what we had like we had media with me like media studies we didn't make anything which is fine yeah but like i was, I was wanting to make stuff in school and i barely got barely got it until college came around the one i even meant to go to in the first place that was a fluke. Right. I, I, I was meant to go to sixth form. And I didn't get into sixth form. So I had to settle for college. 
Oh, right. I didn't want to go to sixth form. I wanted I was to told go. The sixth form was crap. Despite the fact that what they want to do is, what the schools want to do is, they want to shepherd you into sixth form as much as possible. Yes. To the point where I had to lie to the person who was in charge of sixth form and tell them I was coming, despite the fact I know I was, I knew I wasn't. Yeah, ours was new, but like all my friends were going to sixth form and I knew the school. So I was like, oh, yeah. I'll, go, I'll go sixth form. And then I just didn't get in, no, so I had to go to college. No, that wasn't me. Me, I wanted a fresh start. I wanted to be somewhere Bears. else. So I was like, I'm no, I'm never coming back here. I'm sorry, I'm never coming back here again. Would you right? Let's say right. Let's say in tomorrow, or a year, or whatever. If you got an email or a message from your secondary school saying like, hey, do you want to come in and do a talk in like an assembly? Yeah. Would you go back and do it? Probably, yeah. Because I think I would. <laughs> because because. All of the shitty people who I hated from there will probably oh, no. never go back there. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to go back there, but what I liked from there was the teachers. Yes. And the teachers and the feeling of um, being there. Sure, I didn't have a very nice time, but would I come back now that I'm an adult and I can think a bit more logically about things and I can think a bit more rationally about things? Yeah, sure I would. I've always thought about with like with with secondary school, college, and yeah. unit. Like, would I ever go back and do like a lesson or like a, a lecture? Probably would. Yeah. Same with unions. I'd happily go back to the unions, even though then people are there that I didn't like. But well, what would have what happened in sixth form was? So I was told frequently by many teachers. They say, "Oh, where do you want to go after after year year uh, eleven or what? Yes. Year ten or whatever." Year eleven. I'd say, "Oh, oh, I want to go to sixth form." They say, "Look, don't." Someone, I think it was actually that physics teacher who liked Star Wars, who stopped me and said, "Look, don't go to sixth form because it won't be good for you. Yeah. And if you don't like it here, it you won't you won't be happy. Go to a college that, that has something you want to do." Yeah. I go right, okay. I initially wanted doing doing English and drama. I ended up in college doing film and media, and I found it yeah, better. That, that was my thing. I I enjoyed media, which I took on a whim. Um, because mm. it wasn't we never got a toy, it was just an option for secondary mm. school. And I thought, okay, I'll go sixth form and do media then. Then I got to college on like a, mm. a late enrollers day, and I'm like, oh, what do you want to do? I was like, ah, oh, I was thinking beforehand, like, oh, maybe, maybe media, maybe photography, or maybe um, computer science for, for some reason. Uh, yeah, and I just went, ah, oh, uh, media, and so I got put on a media productions course and then went to do film production at uni. Yeah, yeah. But what happened was, I went, I went to the sixth form day, right? I went to the sixth form day. Yeah. And I did the sixth form day, and I quite enjoyed it. I did subjects like like history and mm. English, everything I said I liked. And when I was speaking, even though I knew I wasn't going to go there, and when I was speaking to, uh, when I was speaking to the head of sixth form, uh, I was a pretty funny story. Actually. When I was speaking to the head of sixth form, they said, oh yeah, have you, have you enrolled here already? Are you going to come here? Because I I'd really like to, you know, see you around with it and like, yeah, yeah, I have. Even though I know already I've submitted to go to another college. Yeah. And I've been accepted and I'll be going there. And I'm like, yeah, I have. I said, oh, what subjects are you doing, Marie? I go, oh, well, um, let's call her Mrs. Mrs. Applebottom. Well, Mrs. Applebottom, I'll be going to, because this is important for later. Was, well, was she I'll... also wearing boots with the fur? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Um, I go, well, Mrs. Applebottom, um, Applebottom jeans. <laughs> I go, well, Mrs. Applebottom, um, I'll be choosing English and, uh, and politics and uh, history. So, oh, that's a very, that's very good. I'd, I'd, I'll be happy to see you next year, Marie. I go, well, that's, that's perfectly fine, Mrs. Applebottom. <laughs> Goodbye. And I walked out of that building knowing full well that I will never be returning there. Now, yeah. about a year later, nice. I've, had a, I've had a perfect year at college. And I'm spending time around a mate's house, mm. right? Um, I'm spending time around a mate's house, playing video games, you know, doing what we're doing, having a chat. Um, I'm about to leave, basically, and I'm putting my coat on, looking out the window of their house. Yeah. Um, I look over to the neighbor's house, and now these are quite tall. These are those like three-level houses. They're very thin, but they're like right. three-level houses. They're not like a, they're not semi-detached. Yeah. Um, they're their own property, but they're like almost like apartment block homes. Like three levels aloft, very thin, very tall, right? Um, I'm looking out the window. This is on the third floor. Um, I'm looking out the window down, and a car pulls up to the neighbor's house. And I'm like, oh, that's just a family or whatever. Yeah. And then um, I think about the 
uh, uh, think about my school was the person who who taught um, the sixth form, the person who taught in the sixth form, who was the head of the sixth form, was married to one of the substitute teachers. Right. And first, I see the substitute teacher get out of the car. It's been like it's been a, a probably a, about a year since I've seen it. I think, oh, yeah, that's that's Mr. Applebottom. <laughs> he lives in, in that house. <laughs> and, then, and then Mrs. Applebottom gets out the other door and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God, it's her. I lied to her. I lied to her and said I was going to the sixth form, but I wasn't. And I don't. <laughs> so I had to wait. I had to, and they were unpacking shopping. And I told my mate about this as it was happening. And I said, there's two people down there. And, and, she, go, and, and, and she looks over and she goes, what? Like, Ted, Ted and Mary. I go, yeah. If that's their names, yeah. Yeah. That's Mrs. Applebottom. And she's, <laughs> she's teaching at six form, and I lied to her. And I lied to her. She goes, what? No. no. Yeah, yeah. They taught, they took DT chat secondary school. And I'm like, yeah, that's the one I, that's the school I went yes. to. <laughs> that I said I'd be going to six form, and I'm not, and I don't. So we had a good laugh about that. I was terrified. I didn't want them to like see me when I left the house. I walked very quickly past the property. <laughs> I was like, don't look, don't look in the window, don't look in the window. Um, I don't, I don't really remember seeing any of my teachers. Did you ever have that kind of run in? Did you ever have that kind of run in? No, I mean, literally, I think I've seen like outside of secondary school. I think I've seen maybe. Like now, like now, not not now, not university, but like college to the time. Yeah, I think I've seen two of two teachers from my school because my school is not actually that close to where I live. Oh, right. Um, I saw two of them. One was a PE teacher who kind of recognised me. And then one was my uh, religious studies teacher who happened to be in my village. Oh, right. I think she was just going shopping and happened to be in my village. And uh, we just had a nice little chat. Oh, yeah. Because I, I was a big RE fan. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I was, never into, I was never into RE. Mate. Oh, I love me a bit of religious studies. No, I was never into um, it myself. But other than that, no, I mean, I've seen like more. Well, I've, I've seen my colleges very often. What was the appeal? What was the appeal of Ori? What of Ori? Explain that to me. It's not because uh, it's not because uh, I'm against religion. Believe whatever yes. you want to believe. It's just right. on the subject. Definitely so, boring. Yeah. So for me, right. When I was a when I was a, when I was a young lad, when I was a wee right. boy, um, I got really into religion. Out off the cuff, like my family's not religious. They're all atheists, right? Yeah. And I was like, obviously in primary school you go to a church and you're singing hymns, but I never really thought anything of it. Mm-hmm. And then secondary school kind of comes around, and like I had this right. This is gonna sound a bit weird, right? But bear with me. So I saw my dad watching a film, mm-hmm. and it was some like Passion Kong... of the Christ. It, no, no, no. It was some kung fu movie. Right. Yeah. And I was like, there was Tiger, a... Hidden Dragon. No, it, it was. Man. It's either. Right, it's one. It's one of like either Bruce Lee or Steven Seagal or um, yeah. Is that like one John where he Claude breaks arms? Or like some some like action hero like Jackie Chan that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there was a scene where like I can't remember. I literally can't remember the film. I think it might be John Claude Van Damme or Steven right. Seagal. And he's like going through this this uh, progress. Where he's like, you know how in every film like the person loses, so they meditate and they go like like live with a monk. Yeah, um, and then they become a better karate yeah. or whatever. So I saw that and immediately started meditating every every day because I saw that. I was like, <laughs> you right, want to be I've like John Paul Van Damme. Yeah, I was like, I got to do that right now. You want to be like Steven Seagal and break <laughs> a bunch of arms. Exactly. Through your meditation. Um, and then I got into then I got into Christianity, then I got into Buddhism. Buddhism. Um, and then literally because because our readers like loads of religions from like Hinduism and yeah, yeah, yeah. the Quakers, because why not? Uh, and you learn about all these gods. I used to be a massive Greek mythology fan in school, so it was it was more the appeal of one learning about other religions and two the culture side of it. Yeah, and like here's all these Indian gods, and there's loads of them. There are loads of them, and I was like, so it's it was more of that, and just learning about other other religions and other gods and other cultures and yeah. like how people celebrated um, different holidays and all that sort of stuff. That's I should have liked, liked Ari, because Ari was sort of head of history for me. Yes. Like, you do, like, religious history, like, oh, Ro- like Roman gods and Greek gods and Hindu gods and that sort of stuff. Um, Egyptian gods and that kind of thing. Where yeah. does religion come from in history? And it was paired with history, but I never got into Ari, ever. I don't know whether I thought... 
I don't know whether I thought it was because it didn't exist, or I'm not saying religion doesn't exist. Obviously, believe whatever you want to believe. Um, we're not going to discuss our yeah. religious preference on this show. But I think honestly, do you want to? Do you honestly know? Do you honestly want to know where I think I, why I didn't like RE? Uh, go for it. I think it was because I like dinosaurs so much. <laughs> And I think it stemmed from the fact that because I love dinosaurs so much and there aren't any dinosaurs in religion. Because somebody once told me at a very young age that there are no dinosaurs in the Bible. And that immediately turned me off. Well. I was like, I'm not reading it if there's not dinosaurs in it. Well. That was my, that was my rule as a child. That was I, my rule. As, I can't, like, I can't that's remember That's still my what, rule today. <laughs> I can't remember what... Um, I was watching people react to metal music, right? As I do. Is this going to relate somehow? Yes. Right. Um, I was watching a Christian couple react to metal music. Oh right. Because there's a whole stereotype about how you know metal music is evil. Yeah, but I love Skillet. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but like they were listening to heavy, like heavy music. Oh right, okay. So I'm just saying, Um, I do like Skillet. (laughs) You're going to end up getting roasted for that, by the way. Why? What's up with that? No, no, not because of Skillet, because I'm like, oh, yeah, all, all, all the metal bands and, like, all these Metallica fans and stuff are going to come at you for saying Skillet's a metal band. No, but Skillet do, like, Chris, they're, like, Christian, aren't they? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. They do, like, Christian rock, and I quite <laughs> like that. But but Metallica, yes, I know, I like Metallica as well, God. Yeah, I, really I mean, like, so they're, they're listening to a song, and they mentioned there's, like, a thing in the, yeah. in the Bible where no one knows what it is, and people think it's a, what's the dinosaur, like, a long neck? Brachiosaurus. Yeah. There's a thing in the Bible where people are like, that could be a Brachiosaurus and it could just be a weird like des- yeah. description of one. So technically, there is. Diplod- Diplodocus, sauropods. Yeah, there's technically, potentially. Um, but also, yeah. if you want weird, I mean, there's there's like, there's Norse, like Norse pagans, and they've got like, I don't know if they might, they might have a dinosaur, they've got a long snake. Yeah, well, the snake isn't a dinosaur. No, but they might have a dinosaur. A snake is a reptile, unless it's a Titanoboa, which is a prehistoric snake. I mean, it's it's a made-up snake that can swallow the world, so... A primordial snake. Hey, Titanoboa is big, though. Yeah, but I mean, like, literally, it's... Mm-hmm. It, it's like, you know, you know the um, snake that can eat his own tail? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're talking like that size. All oh, right, okay, fair enough. Um, but no, someone once told me as a child that there are no dinosaurs in the Bible. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not believing that. So, so... So, so I just, I just never subscribed to, 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 to sort of learning about religion because I thought, oh, you know what? If it's not got dinosaur in it, I'm not, I'm not forced. I like how, I like how someone told you that there's no dinosaurs. So you, so you were okay. I'm not interested. I saw like a John Claude Van Damme film, and that, that's what kickstarted it for me. Yeah, that's ex- <laughs> exactly. Maybe you know we need to combine it. We need a movie where John Claude Van Damme like teams up with like dinosaurs, or is fighting dinosaurs. John Claude Van Damme. I think that movie actually already exists. John Claude Van Damme tries to fight someone, can't do it, so he goes to this old ancient place where it's ancient dinosaur with a really long beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a Brachiosaurus. Yeah. And he's got a really long beard. It's like <laughs> as long as his neck, it like yeah. goes down to the floor. And it's like, uh, and he sits with um, John Claude Van Damme, teaches John Claude Van Damme the way of like the dinosaur kung fu. Yes. And. And there's like velociraptors as well there. The velociraptors like teach him how to teach him how to fight. And then he goes back and he defeats the, the villain <laughs> with his dinosaur kung fu powers. It will be called um, Jean Jean Claude Van Dinosaur versus. Nice. Which is awful. Very creative name. Yeah, I know. I I thought that on the spot. I but, mean, yeah. Hmm. Like any. Also, we made. I can't. I can't see it somewhere. We made the like Egyptian urns in primary school. Yeah. But like they put all the organs in, hmm. and we made one out of paper mache. But also then also that that's what got me into like mythology. Yeah. It was just like paper mache. Uh, I forgot my name of them. It's like urns, but they're not called urns. Yeah. But no, John Claude Van Damme and Egypt. John Claude Van Damme in Egypt. Yeah. He's in Egypt now. Is he fighting like a pharaoh? <laughs> He'll be in the next mummy film. It'll be fine. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of like um, action films that may or may not star John Claude Van Damme. Right. Um, I saw I saw uh, news about John Wick Four yesterday. Okay. It's got like Scott Atkins and Donnie Yen in it, and I was like, oh my god. 
They're knocking it out of the park with this. I heard I heard about Donnie Yen. Yeah. Um, we're big Donnie Yen fans on this show. Which is good. We do like Donnie Yen on this we're show. We're both big Donnie Yen fans. Um, it Man. Have you seen It Man? I've seen all of them except the last one. Oh, yeah, me too, actually. Me too, yeah. I, um, been to, I was sick one day from college. Yeah. I was sick and I was looking through Netflix. And yes. I saw It Man. That's what and I did. And I, and I recognised Donnie Yen from Rogue <laughs> One. And I was like, I'm going to watch that. And I watched all four, three? I think there's four. Four. Uh, yeah, I think I was. I think I just watched the first three. I don't, is there four? Is the fourth one recent? Uh, recent-ish, I think. Yeah, I watched the first three then, just back to back. It was like I want to watch, and, it, and I was blown away. Oh, it was fantastic. Was I've never, I've, I sort of never seen that sort of um, style of action martial arts film before. So it, re- it blew me away. First, how good Donnie is, and also how he takes the story of like the Ip Man and how he becomes, um, how he becomes this fierce uh, combatant. So, yeah, there's four. Uh, it Man Four came out 2019. Oh yeah, is that the one where he fights? Uh, I was about to say fights Mike Tyson, but that's. Uh... I mean, he does fight Mike Tyson in one of them. Yeah, I think he does fight Mike Tyson in one of them. I think it's the third one with Mike Tyson. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't know who he fights in the fourth one. I don't know. I've not seen it. I know Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. I'm just naming. Uh, yeah, Tyson's third one. It's like Ready to Rumble. That's what I'm naming now. Yeah. Um, but still, this was... Uh, I thought this was a good venture, Corey. This was fun. It was fun. Um, if you want more content like this, let us know. Uh, send, us a, send us a tweet at The Real Show. Send us a YouTube comment. We've also got a YouTube channel. Uh, it'll yeah. be up on there. Um, as will some other stuff. So. Yeah. We hope you enjoy. Uh, Thank you very much.